0: Thank you for listening to the shock fantasy podcast shock fantasy is your home for the busy players fantasy information at shock fantasy we provide quick hitting charts graphics and dashboards to help you win in season long in best ball in DFS and in dynasty leagues. I'm Matt Harrison longtime co host of the longest running fantasy football show in the history of the world fantasy football weekly. Shock Fantasy is what I use to prep for my deep dives into the matchups on Fantasy Football Weekly, and you can have all the access to the same data that helps me win. If you're not already a member of Shock Fantasy, use the promo code POTATO, that's P-O-T-A-T-O, to get your Shock Fantasy season-long, year-long pass for only $25. That's only 6.9 cents per day. Remember to use the promo code POTATO at checkout at shockfantasy.com. That's shockfantasy.com, promo code POTATO. Now, on with the podcast. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. 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 Man you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. I was desiring to tell you Welcome to the Shock Fantasy podcast. Oh my gosh, it's Wednesday. September 23rd. Yes, I did a podcast yesterday. Yes, I did the Tuesday waiver wire podcast. But today we came back and it was because of a tweet. From one Cole, I believe his last name is Trace, at C-T, Trace. This happened a few hours ago. He said, would you be able to do some episodes giving fantasy grades for the Thursday night games? The one thing that always seems missing from FFW. You know what, Cole? I got you. I got your back. Let's talk about Jacksonville and Miami coming into Thursday night football. This is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I, I truly am excited about this game. It's fun to watch Minshew air the ball out. I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit of Tua Tagovailoa. That's where I'll start. I'm going to start on the Dolphin side. We'll start with Stu Beard, who I'm giving a B grade. He's still the starter, but I think the leash is a little bit shorter than people are letting on, especially after Joe Burrow has looked really good. Also, fellow rookie Justin Herbert had such a good outing against the Chiefs in his first start. Coaches see that. Coaches notice that. Front offices notice that. The Dolphins are 0-2. If things are looking bad at halftime, if Jacksonville's up by two scores at halftime, it would surprise no one if Tua came out as the quarterback in the second half. So, how does that fare? I mean, if Fitzpatrick gets a whole game, the Jags aren't a very good team. They've allowed 363 yards and a score to Phillip Rivers, 239, and four passing touchdowns to Ryan Tannehill just last week, allowing 260 over their past 18 games. So uh, that's, there, there's, there's, some, uh, there's a little gold to be mined there. And uh, could Stu Beard do it? Could this be his last start in the NFL? Who knows, that Beard? Gosh, it smells wonderful. Let's talk about his receivers. Preston Williams. He gets a B grade in this game. And did I mention Stu Beard gets a B, B for Beard? Uh, Williams gets a B grade. Humphreys and Davis, that's Adam Humphreys and Corey Davis, each scored for Tennessee as wide receivers last week. Although the Jags haven't allowed a passer to top 71 yards this season. Preston Williams does get the B because he's played 85% of the snaps. Now, Devontae Parker, you can kind of give him a desperation C here. The problem is... I don't trust him. He's he's playing without an injury injury designation this week. He has been dealing with a hamstring issue since week one. He played through it last week. Uh, He did lose out on some snaps to Isaiah Ford. and, and, And really, he's played under half the snaps so far this season. So I'm a little bit worried about Devontae Parker and them just taking it easy with him, treating him with some kid gloves. So, think twice about Devontae Parker. Let's talk about... Miles Gaskin, oh, f- actually, Mike Gasicki, 8 for 130 and 2 last week. He's an A grade. I think he might be the best receiver on the field for the Dolphins this week. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I'm giving him a B grade. He's the running back that you want to start if you are starting a Miami Dolphins running back. He's had 64% of the snaps so far this year compared to 22% for Breida and only 12% for Jordan Howard. Now, Jordan Howard's been the guy near the stripe getting the the scores, but the pathway for Gaskin here is what Naheem Hines did in week one. He had seven catches for, or, sorry, seven carries for 28 yards and a score on the ground, eight catches for 45 yards and a score through the air. That's what Naheem Hines did. Gaskin hasn't scored yet, but he's had similar Rushing and receiving totals in the first two games of the year. He's had 13 touches in two straight games. I think 13 touches or more is very attainable for Gaskin. That's why I'm giving him a B in this game. Now let's go over to the Jacksonville Jaguars side. Uh, let's start at the quarterback position, and I'm giving Gardner Minshew an A minus. That's right, an A minus. On the Shock Fantasy podcast, we can do pluses and minuses. No one's stopping us from doing pluses and minuses. Pew, 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 pew. Minus. A minus for Gardner Minshew. Still like him a lot. Uh, Dolphins allowing 289 passing yards and 2.3 scores per game over their last 18. That's from the beginning of 2019. Minshew is one of seven quarterbacks in the league who had who has had 20 or more DraftKings points in each of the first two weeks of the season. By the way, he's thrown three touchdown passes in each of his last three games. Gardner Minshew, an A-. minus. You know what? I wanted to give a minus. He's just an A. Gardner Minshew's an A. DJ Chark. Yeah, I'm going to give him a B plus though. Uh, 81% of the snaps for Chark. He's the guy who's on the field the most for Jacksonville. Problems. All right, well, let's talk about the bright side. He did score in Week 1. He had 84 yards in Week 2. Not too shabby. His total line for the year, though, seven catches, 109 yards, and one score. Over two games. Now, that's a great one-game line. It's not over two games. And those seven receptions that he's had, all seven of his targets. He's caught everything that's gone his direction. He's being doubled a lot. I think Chark has the ability to get open against the Dolphins this week. But let's talk about some other receivers first. Keelan Cole, I'm giving a c plus two. to. Cole has been much more efficient, finding the end zone in both games this year with reception totals of 5 and 6 in his two games. The yardage is down, but they're targeting, targeting him near the stripe, and that is a very good thing. Finally, LaVisca Chenault, I'm giving a dart throw c minus two. to. You probably have a guy who's better on your roster, so you're probably not playing Chenault. Uh he is being shuffled all over the field. They're using him at running back a little bit. They're splitting him out wide. He's in the slot. Uh, he he's going to be kind of the gadget player on this team. Um, the problem is, is I just don't feel that he's going to get enough touches. Uh the Miami Dolphins are giving up about 13 receptions, 180 yards and two scores per game to opposing wide receivers since the beginning of last year. So I like those odds for all three of these wide receivers this week. But obviously, Chark my favorite, Cole my second favorite, Chenault is a desperation play. Uh, The tight ends, Tyler Eifert, James O'Shaughnessy, they're on the bench. Uh, Eifert has played 58% of the snaps, O'Shaughnessy only 44%. Neither is on the field enough to warrant a start in a given week. And you got a better tight end on your roster. Finally, let's talk about the running game. I'm giving James Robinson an A grade in this game. Yeah, I didn't think it would come to this, but I'm giving him an A grade. Opposing teams are running 27 running back rush attempts per game against the Dolphins since the beginning of last year, and that accounts for 4.7 yards per carry. Now, Robinson has accounted for 32 carries over the first two games, exactly 16 per game. Chris Thompson has two total carries in the two games. Now, Robinson averaged 6.2 yards per carry last week and scored. I'm pretty confident that he can get over 100 yards and score in this one. I think he's a nice little play on DraftKings this week. If you're playing the Thursday night games, go for it. I'm not going with Chris Thompson, though. Only on the field for about a third of the snaps. And the Miami Dolphins are only allowing... Four catches per game to opposing running backs. That's just not enough to get it done for Chris Thompson. And frankly, game script might not be in play for Chris Thompson in this game. I expect the Jaguars to get up early. I expect Tua to come into this game. I expect it to be a little bit of a shootout. I'm really excited to watch this battle in Florida. I hope everybody doesn't get COVID and get sick because nobody wears masks in Florida. I don't know why I got political there. I apologize. But... If you want to put a piece of cloth on your head, I would do a Shock Fantasy hat. Maybe the Thundersnow. Maybe the Squall. Both available at shockfantasy.com in the shop right now. And if you want to sign up for Shock Fantasy because you like what I'm doing here and you want to get a hat too, if you use the promo code COMBO and you put both a membership to Shock Fantasy at a $40 retail plus a hat in your cart. So it looks like it's $77. I'm going to knock $20 off that total if you use the promo code COMBO and you have two of those things in your cart. Then, look at that. You get a hat and you get the membership to Shock Fantasy for a full 365 days for only $57. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Coming up on Shock Fantasy this week, uh, the Super Dash for Week 3 will come out either later Wednesday night or early Thursday. And we will have an update to the Dynasty trade value chart coming up this week. Uh, Lots of moving parts on that one as guys like Saquon Barkley, obviously with the ACL out for the year. Uh, People need to try to acquire Saquon Barkley now, right? People are trying to acquire him off their roster, stash him on IR. Maybe you're trying to get him. What do you need to trade for Saquon Barkley? We will talk about that. Well, we won't talk about it, but we will, we will show you visually on Shock Fantasy this week on the trade value chart update. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I hope everybody has a great week three, and uh, let's get there together. I will be back on Fantasy Football Weekly recording Friday afternoon. Uh, that should be up late Friday, and uh, you can hear Charch, me, and Brian Johnson uh, talk about all the rest of the matchups for the Sunday slate on Fantasy Football Weekly. Please find that on uh, whatever podcast platform that you prefer or in if you're in Minneapolis, 10 a.m. on KFAN in Minneapolis. You can listen to it live on the radio. Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, my name's Matt Harrison at Explosive Output and make sure to follow at Shock Fantasy 2. I appreciate it and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday.